Greetings and welcome to the Friends Barden Podcast. I am your host, Clint Sabom. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about magic mirrors and the fun activity of using a magic mirror, playing around with it, perhaps getting better with it, and some ideas of how to use it. First, I want you to know I am an executive spiritual coach for Franz Barden practitioners, and I can help coach you through all 10 steps of initiation into hermetics. I've been through all 10 myself, and you can contact me at thegraveyardcowboy at gmail.com. That's thegraveyardcowboy at gmail.com, and I'll also put it below in the show notes, and also wanted to let you all know that I am, I have a digital class out now on the, on emotional release and based on my experience with the Sedona method. And it's an inexpensive class and it's audio clips to be used again and again. Some of them are guided meditations. And I think I used it as a compliment to Barden's work. And it really helped me do the work of initiation into Hermetics so much better. So I want to offer it to all of my listeners here. And you can find that uh, below in the show notes. There's a link to to get the class. So anyways, magic mirrors. Um, Barden talks about different ways of making a magic mirror. And I think all those ways are fantastic. Uh, I think there's a whole lot of options in terms of getting a magic mirror. Um, For me, what happened was a moment of synchronicity where shopping at a thrift thrift shop, thrift store, whatever you want to call it, uh, I, I encountered this mirror and I kind of knew immediately, oh yes, that's a magic mirror that will animate that is meant for me. So I got it there. And it's just this very old mirror, you know, basically. It's like a normal mirror. But I use that. And uh, you can also just use a crystal ball. I mean, I'm trying to think of here the, um, you know, lesser, uh, less demanding task rather than painting something with black lacquer or you know, something else that might require materials you don't have access to. But you could order a crystal ball from Amazon, too, as well, and kind of gives that cartoon image of the witch using the crystal ball, which could be a little cool to have that image and take that out and look at that. And and, and I do think it's there's a moment of grace, maybe, that Um, can occur. It doesn't have to occur, but if there's a moment of grace where you encounter a mirror that you think is your magic mirror, um, get that mirror. If there's a moment where you're shopping online and you see a mirror or a crystal ball that feels like yours, get that one, you know. Uh, Trust your kind of intuition. Trust your sense of grace. I mean, Magic Mirrors is kind of a later ability, so, um, you know, it comes after working a whole lot of things. Um, The point, um, I believe, of the 
very difficult visualization exercises in steps two and three is to basically, when you use a magic mirror, you want to be getting signals that are actually received, you know, kind of from the psychic world rather than your own projections. So you learn how to visualize in steps two and three so you know how your own projections are. Now, that's not necessarily completely accurate because when I was doing steps two and three on the visualization, as I've said before, I ended up basically visualizing places and the place kind of shifted into another place and I kind of just went into astral travel then not quite expecting to so sometimes your own projections can be a doorway into receiving messages as well so um keep keep all of that stuff in mind keep your mind open about this i never think it's a great idea to attach to barden dogmatically barden did not like dogma so let's not turn barden into dogma his uh work of initiation into hermetics is very minimalistic he says only what is necessary but there's so much more that can be said which is perhaps why you're listening to this podcast uh to hear some of my experience but I had to give myself permission to trust my own magical intuition in instances, you know, rather than um, being a Barden literalist. If if such a thing is even possible, I don't know. The book's kind of written in a way it's probably hard to turn into dogma. But definitely don't get too hung up on any one sentence. He, he will always kind of qualify it later of, by all means, use your own magical intuition. All abilities don't have to be completely mastered to complete the work. Um, you may want to master it all completely, and that's fine too. But anyways, with the magic mirror, the key is this. The key is this, what I'm going to say now. The key in using a magic mirror is that you're not looking at the mirror. You're not looking at the mirror. You're not looking through the mirror to yourself. And let's just take a normal mirror as an uh, easy example. You wouldn't be looking through the mirror. You wouldn't be looking at the actual glass of the mirror, although that would be better because that's more connected basically to uh, the openness of perhaps the fire element or the akasha. Um, I, I don't know if I put that correctly, but don't look at the mirror. Don't look at the glass. Don't look through the mirror, basically. You want to come up with your own gaze of your mind's eye, basically. So go into your own mind's eye and what images may or may not be appearing. You may be getting nothing in your mind's eye, which is fine. But get in your mind's eye, get in your own gaze, and simply rest it against 
the magic mirror as if your eyes are pointing at it. So you're basically looking at your own looking. You're looking at your own gaze and resting it against the base of the magic mirror. And I say rest because it's kind of letting go, but it's but it's also literally, you know, just pointing your eyes in that direction, but say being off in your own world, almost like when you're staring wide open with your eyes and some person thinks you're staring at them and it's really like, no, I was just in my own world with my own thoughts. Well, get in your own world. You know, if the best you can do is daydream, daydream. Get in your own world. Just point your eyes at the magic mirror and be fairly close to it. I think it helps to be fairly close to it. Not like abnormally close, but, you know, um, I mean, I'm thinking maybe a foot or two feet at the most, you know, and be close to it when you're looking at it. Get in your own world look at your own looking at your own gaze and simply rest it against the magic mirror. And then when images come and when colors may come, some sort of visual may come, some sort of feeling may come, don't grasp on to the mirror. Just continue to go with that feeling or those colors are those images continue to hold it don't be sucked into oh i gotta go back to the mirror no go ahead and let whatever comes come it's almost like the magic mirror is just there as a prop to get you to visualize messages that are psychic if you have a particular thing you want to look into then certainly that's the thing to do. And the magic mirror is just a tool to help you be able to see it almost without it. Because, you know, keep in mind, all magical ritual objects are just tools. Magic can be done with the mind and the soul and the body. You know, these objects are just tools. They're not, you're more important than the mirror, basically. It's about you. It's not about the mirror. So I hope that some of this is clear. But, and it may not happen at first. You may do exactly as I'm saying, and you're getting absolutely nothing. And you only see a slight, mirror in the background of it and your own distance to the mirror you're kind of looking at and it's all clear and there's nothing really there and then you get lost in your thoughts and no visuals are coming and that's fine you can try again later or you can prime your visual senses you can go ahead and prime it Prime it with the same thing you did in the visualization exercises. Prime it by looking at a picture book or an art book. You know, that would be ideal. Like one of those coffee table books people put on the coffee table that has like 
art prints on every page, you know, that would be uh, ideal, you know, even like a kind of abstract art, that would be, that would be great, that would give you colors and dimensions and, you know, sometimes the the whole symbolism of the spirits drawn in abstract paintings sometimes unknowingly. So that would actually be tremendously helpful, but prime, prime your visual senses in some way, and then go ahead and rest it against the magic mirror. And maybe the tracers from everything you just looked at will start to be there against the magic mirror and then they will morph into something else and you may get a psychic issue and again um to to revisit the point about uh using a magic mirror for a particular thing to look into a particular thing and to know a particular situation or what a person is doing or um, something you're concerned about or getting in touch with the astral plane in some way. Um, I'm always of the notion that it's always good to impregnate some water uh, with that intention to have that happen and then to drink that impregnated water uh, before doing the exercise just to get the intention and um, the strength of the intention behind what you're doing. So those are all good things. Uh, but but first is finding your magic mirror, finding a mirror that will work for you. And you want something that you like, you know. You don't want something that's a strain, like you're just going through some laborious task to get a magic mirror, you know, you want something that kind of, um, you know, gets you excited a little bit, because th this has to be play, it can't be strain, and I tell people, that tell my clients, you know, the same thing about the visualization exercises in step two and three, it has to be kind of play, it's got to be loose, it's got to be kind of relaxed it can't be just a strain to get through so look at your own gaze focus on your own gaze not the mirror itself and just point your eyes in the direction of the mirror as a backdrop maybe about 18 inches two feet i'm bad with kind of distances but don't get too far away that there's you know, a whole lot of space in between you and the mirror, basically, uh, would be my advice on that. So if you get to this point in the steps and you make it up through this far, uh, these are some good, good things to go with for the magic mirror. And if you skip ahead, like many people are tempted to do, you know, having read the whole book and being enticed by certain skills well oh well you skip ahead not recommended but people do it i know so you skip ahead and you do what i've told you on this podcast and you kind of see what happens so anyways i'll wrap it up there and again if you're interested in coaching sessions 
you can email me at thegraveyardcowboy at gmail.com. And uh, hope hope all of you are well, wherever you are, hanging in there okay. Bit of a crazy time for the world right now. So um, protect yourself. Take good care of yourself. Say your prayers of protection every day. Um, reach out to your deities and your guardians and your ancestors and your angels looking out for you. And don't be afraid to ask for help and blessings and grace and protection. All right. Many blessings again. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.